0: Welcome to the anime bar I'm your host Jimsta and this is a podcast where we cover a different season of an anime every week and we have a cool cocktail to go along with that anime this week's anime is that time I got reincarnated as a slime and this week's cocktail is called that time I got reincarnated into a jello shot this is a fun slime snack will give you the strength to guard the juru forest to make this cocktail all you need is blue jello Malibu blue carousel and some pineapple juice. If you want this recipe, it will be posted on all our socials at the Anime Bar. And if you make this, I would love to see your pictures, so please tag the at, please tag the Anime Bar on your Instagram, Twitter, or wherever else you're posting it. So, this week we have a different guest joining me at the bar. He's one of my bestest friends, the smart, witty funny, and an amazing Twitch streamer. Please welcome Aquamax.
1: Well, thanks. That's a little much, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I guess a little bit about me. I do a lot of 3D printing. I do some streaming, and I generally enjoy watching anime. Uh, For the people that know me, like really know me, know me. They they know that I watch the same things over and over and over and over to the point that I hate them or love them even more, and I could quote them almost completely. So I've been watching a lot of recently. I've been watching a lot of the, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. My Hero Academia, um, Demon Slayer. I like a lot of the I guess shonen type anime, but I also like the the cutesy story ones like we'll see in this with its anime. It's a different. It's a little bit different. Uh take on the traditional animes that i like to watch
0: you were saying you were watching this anime i think you brought it up when we were talking and i was like this would be a perfect time because everyone's been telling me i need to watch the slime anime it's so good and i've just been putting it off and i felt like this was a great time and i really enjoyed it this is such a great anime
1: yeah i i watched it a while back i I saw it on funimation i i saw it and i was like this one seems stupid but i'm gonna just give it a shot because i was bored and hey shot gel shot but yeah no i i I genuinely enjoyed it i watched it through season one i think went back when i watched there was no season two at least not where i was watching it i saw it again when i was browsing for some shows and i rewatched it and that's when you we started talking about it and i brought up this anime
0: well i'm glad you did because I definitely enjoyed watching it. It def it gives me Sword Art Online vibes, which I also was another anime that I wasn't. I was putting off until I met you, and you talked about it, and then I picked it up, and I just like binged that whole series. So yes, these video game animes definitely get me. I enjoyed it so much
1: yeah no I, I love this whole concept this is like the world that i i wish if i could be transported into this type of world i would love to live in especially this world the slime world uh well i want to call it a slime world but the world of this slime i want to be part of this slime's uh tribe civilization i don't know what to call it but i want to be part of that
0: if it's between the sword art world and slime world i'm picking slime world slime world's more fun unless yeah you die in
1: yeah that's fair no i i think i'm speaking to slime world as well just because there's genuine magic the other one's just uh like vr which is cool I mean, don't get me wrong I love VR but magic come on I guess we'll get we'll get into to all that and how this main character gets his powers
0: uh let me just give our audience a little brief summary about the anime this anime is a story about a salary man who is murdered and reincarnated in a sword and sorcery world as a slime with his unique powers and gathering allies to build his own nation of monsters. This anime originally aired in Japan from October 2nd of 2018 to March 19th of 2019. So that was season one. We will be spoiling season one of this anime. Possibly more if Aquamex gets confused and goes into season two. So, (laughs) So drink up and let's get started. But before we jump into our characters, here's a little ad from our sponsors. So please enjoy that. Okay, so let's start off with some characters. I The first character I guess we must talk about is... I don't know, who do you call this? Is this Rimuru or is this Satoru? Uh, well,
1: I guess if if you're starting from chronologically, he was Satoru before he was Rimuru. So you start off with Satoru, who is the the main character. He is this... I don't know, 30-something-year-old man, works in construction as some sort of manager, I think. Um, and I guess the, the most notable part of the, of this character at this point in time is that he is a hero. He saves his friend from getting stabbed by this like lunatic running with a knife uh, in the middle of Japan and immediately dies within, what, the first few minutes of the episode?
0: Basically the beginning of the episode. We'll, we'll talk about more later, but I don't know. I so relate to Saturo. Not that I don't know. I don't want to...
1: the thirty-something-year-old virgin.
0: Uh, <laughs> not all of that. Uh. But uh, I might cut this out. It just feels like you know a grown-up, still single, trying to like figure out his life. And I don't know. I felt kinship to him, and then he dies in the first minutes. Of,
1: yeah, it's very and, jarring. That that's kind of jarring. Like. I wasn't expecting that the first time I saw it, but yeah, he's basically just a very n- nice looking person, like a really, really regular looking person, just like you and I guess you and I just chilling. Um, but, you, you you know, of course he has his dark side uh, before he dies. He wants is the one request he has. I, I'll, I'll leave that to suspense for the, when we talk about the first episode, but he has his uh dirtier side to him, of course.
0: That's my request, too. If I'm (laughs) slowly dying, I'm also... <laughs> making that request to my friends um but this character doesn't say this character the whole anime because we lose him in the beginning he transforms and this is our main character the sl- the slime monster and gets a new name too rimaru
1: so yeah Rimuru is is the cute little blue slime that we see throughout the show that we see in the covers and that we know and love um yeah i think that's that's pretty much about Rimuru rumors. It, it, w- one thing to note is the voice changes from a like deep male voice to like a very high pitch. I don't even know how to describe it. Like a kid voice. I don't even know. It, it's just a very, very drastic voice change. But yeah, that's Rimuru.
0: Light, fun voice. More anime voice, I guess.
1: Yeah, that's that's if a that... good way to put it. But high, okay. high pitch.
0: Yeah. Um, I guess some of the other characters I want to talk about. What's a character that you want to talk about? Doesn't have to be the next on the list, it could be any character. We could go in any order.
1: Any order, okay, okay. Well, one of my other favorite characters is uh, Gabta. So, Gabta is this little goblin that gets named by Rimuru. So Rimuru, the slime, gives the whole um, ogre. No, they're not ogres. They're goblins. Goblin, thank you. They get, He gives the whole goblin tribe a name, which apparently takes up a lot of magic. But this little govta one, he's the only one that doesn't evolve when he gets a name. He has this huge round nose and is like a very like football-like head. And he seems like just very aloof, very much a comedic relief kind of like the oh the, that's the dumbass of the party kind of thing sorry myself am I, am I allowed to cuss
0: you are you're allowed to swear we're an e-rated podcast parental okay. advisory <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i was okay i can re-say it he's a very uh naive character but he's really funny he's really cute he still has like, he turns out to be a really good fighter either way especially with the right motivation and uh he has a companion wolf that he gets uh through rimuru so yeah that's gabta
0: i almost thought you're gonna say my favorite character in this anime and that's gabiru who is a, a lizard man I almost called him Lizard Folk, but he's a lizard person, uh, the son of the chief of the lizard people, and kind of just this super arrogant person. And I just, I enjoy him, but I feel like I enjoy him. But he also has like three sidekicks he, like <laughs> that, is his, that is his entourage. Yeah. So, anything he does, like he'll do something. And then the other three of you are like, oh my gosh, you're amazing, Gabiru. You're so great, Gabiru. So
1: humble, Kabiru.
0: Those the oh man, he's he's the best. Uh, but not because you meet him and you think, oh, he's just some like a rich, like spoiled, arrogant kind of prince. But then he actually fights, and he's really good at like he's good. He has that trident, and he he takes down some ogres, man.
1: Is he good though? He was he was gonna get eaten right there if he hadn't been for for the ogres. But I digress.
0: I think he could. I think he held up more. He went further than I thought he would
1: have. That's fair. That is very fair. He was better than I expected him to be. But he got beat by Gopta. So I can't give him much credit. So, this
0: is true. And he thought Gopta was the leader of the he, yes. village. So He's Gabiru's very not arrogant. The
1: yeah. Gabiru is, is definitely not the brightest light bulb in the closet. But... So yeah, there's Gaviru. Uh I guess the other... Some of the other characters I like are the ogres. So they become... Kijins, right? Yes. So so they're they're ogres, but once they get name, names from Rimaru, they become Kijins. So you have Venimaru, Shuna, Shion, Soe, Hakuru, and Kurube, right? Is that how you say those names?
0: Yes. I mean, I'm not the one to be asking how to pronounce a name. <laughs> I am notoriously know it on this show to say a name very wrong. If it's not like an easy name to say, like Rimaru... I'm not I, I'm gonna mess it up for sure
1: that's fair no they, they are hard to to remember it's 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 a lot so I guess the, the there's six of them right one two three four five six yeah so you have I don't even know which one's which I know soye is the ninja like ogre kijin person monster um he's really he's badass he's one of my he's my favorite ogre but he's like this really handsome uh Oh, uh, Kijin, that is very stealthy, very much the rogue like information getter and like assassin type. I, I love those characters. Um, I don't know if you want to say anything else about any of them.
0: All these ogres don't start off with names. Like all our characters, except for Rimaru and a few others, have names. And Rimaru is the one who names all the ogres. But it takes a lot of energy after he names people. So he named, was his name Soe? Yeah. He named Soey, he named the ogres, and he passes out because of the energy loss. And he wakes up, and then he's like, who is this handsome handsome person? And it's Soe. And I think every time we see Soe do like some cool ninja thing, Rimuru is always like, He's handsome and he's good at battling. Yeah, I crack up.
1: He definitely has a man crush on him. Rumuru definitely has a man crush on Soe. I mean, but I can't blame him. Who wouldn't? Then the so Venimaru, he's the ogre prince from them. He he's depicted wearing a lot of red. He's the strongest one of them. Um
0: oh, I have a quick t- trivia for you or i'm gonna ask you a trivia question and we What's did that? not plan this so do you know who is the voice actor for this character are you watching it dubbed or subbed dubbed okay so this voice actor is another voice actor from an anime that you watch do you Benimaru or zoe yeah, maru
1: crap i don't remember how what his voice sounds like no
0: it is mirio from my hero academia it's the same voice actor
1: no shit that's cool
0: so now when you go back and listen to it all you're going to hear is Muriel.
1: <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah.
0: So, interesting facts.
1: I think that's a good fact right there. I didn't know that. So, that's Benimaru. Shuna is the princess. Of, that's the sister of Benimaru. She's a she's like this, like... War, is she a warlock? I don't know. She She's like a mage type, Kijin. Uh, she does magic. She's wearing. She likes to wear pink, I guess. That's what she's always seen with. Of course, like, as any good anime will have it, very big boobs. Uh, as well as with... Uh, shion shion right is the other one she, she's wearing purple that one has really big boobs that she's the secretary of Rimuru and it's always having her boobs on the slime which is such a weird visual in my I opinion
0: love, i love it well not not the boobs part but just that Rimuru always is like this is the most contact i've had with boobs in this life that i did my whole previous life as yeah. a human.
1: Yeah, he says something along the lines of that. Of I've had more, I've, I've touched more boos as a slime than I ever did as a human. I think that's what it, how it goes. But either way, so yeah, that's Shinon. Sh- Shinon, sorry. Um, she uses a large sword to fight, and she's actually a badass. She's really strong, she, but don't let her in the kitchen because her cooking will kill you.
0: I feel like that's a trope in all animes, like that one character that's like super bad at cooking. Yeah, that's they fair. They always want to cook you food.
1: Yeah and you i don't think you you watched the the what are they called the OADs episodes
0: no i haven't seen it yet
1: um so there's like five i think five or so episodes after season one that i watched thinking they were part of season one um and there's a lot of focus on xion's Sheon's cooking and it's kind of funny um yeah they're pretty good i hope she got better
0: she killed gopta (laughs) the first time she cooked
1: um yeah uh spoiler alert she does not get better and then you have uh Soye and then Hakuru is he's an old ogre he's he always, he's always wearing white he's a freaking sword master the beast with a katana and then you have Kurube which is who becomes kind of like a he's a freaking large ogre turned kaiju kijin who becomes a blacksmith and we don't really see him much after that he doesn't really fight after he becomes a kijin which is kind of sad that's the ogres
0: uh are there any other characters uh
1: i mean one really important i think that there's there's three other important ones that uh, we should mention one of them being Vildora, the dragon so in the first episode you meet this huge dragon um veldora he becomes Vildora Tempest. Uh that's the name Rimuru gives him. Can I give each other names? Which is so cute. But it, he's like this, he wants to come out as this very intimidating dragon, uh but he's been so lonely for like what, 200 years, 300 years that He just wants company like he doesn't care who he gets it from. He just he's just lonely. So he sees a slime and he he does everything he can to befriend this this little slime. And it's so cute. And you see him pop out throughout the season, kind of pop up throughout the season. And it's I don't know, it's it's a very cutesy story of this like macho persona. Like I'm a scary dragon. But in the inside, he's really very sweet.
0: I enjoy when they first meet Rimuru. Is like, oh, don't give me those sad eyes. Or like, <laughs> he keeps doing these things like, oh, I guess I'll allow you to be my friend this time.
1: <laughs> he, he's playing hard again. get. <laughs> uh yeah i i like velora it's very important to the story uh very very important i i want to see i want to see the, his arc resolved to be honest see what happens with that anyways and then the last person i think we should mention is shisue
0: yes uh that is another human that's entered into our world or the slime world um uh, she what was it i guess she was like a little child in japan and i want to say this is like i don't know because it, it was wartime when she got Summoned over, and I guess when you're summoned, a character from the slime world is trying to bring a powerful warrior or something like that. Is that how it is?
1: Yeah. So basically, mages you you do these rituals, and it takes a lot of a lot of power, a lot of energy to do this type of ritual. Where they'll try to summon somebody from this other world that's supposed to have these people that are summoned are usually stronger, like because. I guess being transported gives them extra powers or I don't know, but it's not a perfect ritual. And sometimes they accidentally summon children as we'll find out. And she was one of those kids that got summoned by a demon Lord.
0: She also gets possessed, like, or he puts a spirit inside of her. A demon, not a spirit. Oh, is it not one of those? uh, I thought there were like spiritual things.
1: I, that's a great question. I think I
0: thought like some are good and some are bad.
1: I thought that, that it was like spirit versus demon and, the, and they both can inhabit somebody. But I think, actually, that's a great question. Let's look at that. Shisue, I guess she did have a, it's a spirit, you're right.
0: Yeah, I thought just some are more dangerous and evil than others.
1: Yep, I, that's, I, I looked it up and seems like that's about, sounds about right.
0: And I think, wasn't the spirit like Ifrit or something? Uh,
1: yeah, Ifrit.
0: Yeah, and, oh man, when, because we'll see a scene where, she unleashes the spirit or the spirit gets unleashed from her into its form and man if you ever play final fantasy 8 totally those vibes and after i saw that i was like this is gonna be like one of my favorite shows i'm definitely re-watching it
1: i have not seen final fantasy
0: what At all. you haven't played any final fantasy games
1: not really never what? to completion
0: oh man
1: I am. I know. Uh, it's one of my biggest shames as a gamer.
0: That should be your sh- one of your next streams. You should stream seven then. They, they There's just so many release. of
1: them. There's just so many of them. I don't even know which one to play. Like I, fa- I play Final Fantasy XIV, but like that, I, I played it for the MMORPG aspect of it. So to be honest, I didn't, I haven't been paying attention to the story. Um,
0: I mean, are you? Do you like a story when you play a single player game? Are you driven by story or more action?
1: Um, uh, I don't play single player games much. That's a thing. So I don't know. I, I mean, I like stories. Yeah, there's certain games that I played that I really enjoyed the stories, but. I think I'm driven more by action.
0: Man, I might get you a Final Fantasy game for your birthday, then. <laughs> and then you can play it.
1: But I'm so bad at keeping up with games. I have so many to play.
0: I think once you start, once you start playing it, the story will hook you, and you'll be like, "It I just want
1: can't to be going. a turn-based game." I don't like turn-based games. I, That's I like all
0: it. of Final Fantasy. No, then I can't. Of, that was when turn-based was like the thing. You know, there was a time. That we only had turn base.
1: I know, but we're no longer in those times. Yeah, but now it's
0: vintage and it's retro. So Uh,
1: uh, Let's just leave it. I'll think about it, but not bring it up anymore. (laughs) I'll think about it, but not really.
0: Final Fantasy VIII is the best one, and I'll fight people over it. Uh, Shizu. What else about her? What other interesting facts do
1: we need? Uh she's Japanese. She I think she's from uh I, I want to say World War 2 times period. That's kind of the vibe I got from from the little bit bits of uh world because you see like there's there's bomb there's like bombs up, coming down some sort of war so i'm gonna say she's from world war ii time period so i guess 1940s 19 i mean 1930s late 1930s early 40s i'm not a history buff so i'm sorry i i, I barely i didn't barely pass it but i can't say i paid much attention um i remember anything anyways um she is possessed by ifrit what else she's She's a really good swordswoman. She got released from her from her like contract with the demon lord by another hero, this other heroine, um, who eventually disappeared. Oh, and she was a teacher for a uh, for a while to kids that got summoned as well. So that's cool.
0: Man, now I can't remember the line, but I love when she first meets uh, Rimuru. and this is how they find out that they're both from Japan. I'm not a cause...
1: bad slime slurp.
0: Yes. Oh man, that was a great, great, I don't know why I love that line. I almost, I was trying to figure out if I should name the cocktail out of that line. (laughs) Yeah, he says it multiple times. It's, it's so great that even though she's from the past, she's from the way past, not way, way past, but she's older, but her body looks like a young person's body.
1: Yeah, she has not aged. She, well, let's just say she aged well.
0: Yes, I hope I aged that well
1: same I, I although i already know i'm not because i'm not but yes, yeah, same
0: well i guess uh i guess this is not because i don't i don't think wait are you talking about it are you talking about shizu in your things? Uh, i don't think so
1: i don't think so no well,
0: well I, spoilers shizu does not make it through this anime but kind of uh task. Rimuru with uh a task of meeting uh I guess finishing what she started, and that was like teaching these children. Which is really cool. I wanted more of the kids after I watched the last three or four episodes of this season. We get to see some kids, and I really wanted more of them.
1: Which you do get more of, actually, in the OAD episodes. So
0: I definitely will check... Maybe I'll download them. and That'll be my uh, watching for there. Yeah,
1: they're really fun episodes. They're very cute, but it's also they're also kind of get dark, and there's certain things there that kind of propel the story forward. So they don't feel like fillers at all. I don't know what an OAD stands for. Can you tell me what that means? An OAD? Yeah, come on, you're the anime guy.
0: Original Animation DVD. That Can't be right.
1: Oh, did it mean? No, it uh, is original animation DVD. Yeah,
0: it is right, and I oh. knew that off the top of my head. Everyone, I didn't know uh. how
1: to that. <laughs> totally, but yeah, there's little uh separate episodes that talk more about the kids, but yeah, she doesn't make it. She she dies after Ifrit. I wonder attacks if that's the, the same
0: as a OVA. It is oh, and it, so people just pick which one they want to call or like the animation. Places are like, this is an OVA or an o- OAD. Interesting. Well, I check think it is. OADs.
1: OAD anime meaning uh, an anime release bundled with its source material manga, see original video animation, I guess, huh? Oh, uh, the difference between an OAD and an OVA is that the OAD is a type of OVA, and OAD specifically refers to oba bundled in limited edition manga volumes an ova is an anime that was originally released as a disc rather than airing on the tv first okay so an an oad is a type of ova
0: okay interesting
1: confusing but yeah regardless those are there's a lot of characters in this show there's a lot of characters in this show but those are i just want we want well i wanted to talk about the ogre just because i like them um, and some but of the more important ones. The only ones.
0: character you need to remember is Gabiru. And you're pretty good <laughs> for the show.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. Gabiru is something else.
0: I want to get a Gabiru tattooed on me, but what,
1: Oh my goodness.
0: What form do you think? Cause, um, Gabiru... Oh, this is a hilarious moment, Um, because Rimuru names everyone, and after this big uh, orc battle, uh, you know, Gabiru gets exiled for being a traitor to his family, and he goes to join Rimuru's village and town, but he's accompanied by like his sister. His entourage. Oh, oh his too. entourage, but his sister. Because his sister gets a name, because Rimuru names his sister and all her group, and Gabiru's standing behind Rimuru like, with these sad eyes and looking at him and just like, kind of like, please name me. And was like, you already have a name. It's Gabiru. And <laughs> Rimuru ends up naming Gabiru because I guess you can overwrite other people's naming.
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, apparently so. This world is weird in that if you get a name, you evolve. You're no longer... Like, if you're a monster and you get a name, it's like now you're someone in this world and it gives you more power and makes you evolve. But I'm guessing, like, the, depending on who you get the name from also matters because the more powerful the person is, the more you can level up, it seems. that that maybe the, I feel like that's why Gabiru evolved.
0: Yeah, because he didn't evolve the first time when he got his first name as Gabiru. Yeah. Because he looked the same as the rest of the lizard people still. But as soon as he got a, he was renamed, he turned into a dragon folk person. What is it? They turned into like dragon people. Dragon. Dragonborn is like a D&D thing, right?
1: Dragonborn is D&D, yeah.
0: But they turned into a dragon something. Like, because some of them turned into dragon, like, looking people. And others of them turned into, like, human Humanoid.
1: Yeah, that, that is one thing that I would say um I like and don't like about this show. They that, turn
0: into dragon newts.
1: Dragon Newt, there we go, that's right. But yeah, I don't like that they make all the monsters humanoid like most of them, not all of them.
0: Yeah, the orcs orcs? No. Yeah, the orcs didn't turn into humans. They saved their pig form after they got named.
1: Do you mean the pigs?
0: Are they not I thought they were orcs.
1: Geld? I don't think they're orcs. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Geld is an orc. Are you sure? Yeah. But they they look like pigs. Oh, but they're, they're okay. orcs. Okay. And that reminded me of... Did you watch the last season of Sword Art? I know I'm going all over the place. You're fine. they reminded uh, me of the big people of, in Sword Art, the newest yeah,
1: season. That's, I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I did watch it, of course. I love the freaking season. Oh my gosh, such a good show.
0: Oh, it is coming up, listeners. I am doing a Sword Art episode because it is the... I want to say 15th or 10th anniversary of Sword Art in this month. You should celebrate by watching all three seasons
1: three there's more than that no
0: oh is there more i thought there's three and like two movies
1: Uh, i think maybe maybe i'm wrong i thought there were four seasons oh wait
0: there are four seasons
1: seasons there's five seasons no is that season oh they hasn't been released the fifth season huh but there's four
0: there's four and then there's two movies pretty good and a new movie's coming out this month just oh fyi Sword Art. yes Oh. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be released here in the States just yet. I know Japan's getting it this month. Damn it. Any other characters you think are notable?
1: I think we can move on. We- we'll touch characters as, as uh, we talk about some episodes, I think. If they're needed.
0: Before we get into some episodes, here's another commercial for you guys, because I have very few bills to pay uploading this podcast, but they still need to be paid. Alright, so let's we'll jump into some of our favorite episodes. I'll start, because one of the episodes I want to go over is episode one, which is called the Storm Dragon Veldora. So we begin with our main character. Oh, no, we actually don't begin with that. We get we really begin with we're in like wartime Japan and we see this young girl get sucked up in a, like a flame spiral because at this moment we don't know who it is but we find out that that's um sh- oh wait now I can- Shizu so we see young Shizu get sucked up in a flame it's always weird talking about a show that i've watched all the episodes and now i'm going back To talk about the first one. Yeah, it's hard. Because you know, like, the setups and stuff. But we see young Shizu get sucked up in a flame. And we cut away to present time, and we meet our main character, Satsuro. As he's meeting up with his friends, Tamaru, and his girlfriend. Not that her name's not important, I just cannot remember it right now. They're meeting up for dinner, and we see this man wielding a knife. Just kind of running straight down the street. And he's barreling towards Tamaru. It's not like he's targeting Tamaru. It's just like... Tamaru's just in the way.
1: He's just trying to kill someone. It looks like anyone that he can kill. It's weird. I don't understand it, but
0: that no one trying to stop him. This is definitely yeah. not the my hero world.
1: Yeah, it's weird. This man's literally running in the, in the in the middle of the sidewalk in the middle of the day. Like not even dark. It's like light out. He has a hoodie on and he's just running like body position. Like I don't know. Like leaned forward. I don't know. It's just a weird visual, in my opinion.
0: It's very jarring, like these this is like the first few minutes of the anime, we see this guy running towards tamaru and unlike me in a very high <laughs> intense situation, satsuro pushes Tamaru out of the way in in this case he he takes the spot and he gets stabbed instead and I've told you a whole bunch of stories where I'm just super bad at. Situations. Oh my gosh! I don't know if I want to tell the story because I do know they listen to this podcast. Uh, should I do?
1: <sighs> do it? Do it. I wouldn't know.
0: This is so embarrassing, and I'm sorry if I could change, I would. Everyone, but <laughs> I'm very bad at like quick thinking situations. I very much go into like Jimmy mode, and I'm like, "How do I protect myself?" <laughs> so I was. This is a long time ago, but I was at my grandmother's funeral, and it was during the service. It was a Catholic funeral, and if our listeners aren't very known of what Catholic church is like, it's a lot of standing up, sitting down, kneeling, sitting down. Like st- There's a lot of motion involved. You're getting up, you're getting down. So... We're all kneeling, and <laughs> my cousin is next to me. I think, and we we just start kneeling, but we were standing for a long time. And I kind of see him wobbling around slightly. This all happened so fast, guys. I'm telling you <laughs> slower. So don't be like I. He had so much time to react. In my mind now, thinking about it it's slower, but it happened so fast. He starts wobbling, kind of like he's wobbling like he's gonna faint. And I'm like, oh my gosh, he's gonna faint. And he starts painting towards me and oh my god the thing that you should do is like catch the person what i did was i scooted away and let him fall oh
1: no oh my gosh
0: i'm so sorry if you're listening my <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my bad I, I don't know i'm so bad in these situations so Tomorrow, that's I'm kind of what i what was that? Don't,
1: I was going to say, moral of the story, do not be in a stressful situation where Jim said like, he would let you die.
0: Yeah, I, I probably will. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stories of me like panicking and freezing. At things that happen, so I'm I'm not good. I'm no Satoru in this situation, and I guess I I missed out on becoming a slime.
1: <laughs> you definitely missed out on becoming a slime, man.
0: But man, I'll, so Satoru gets stabbed, and this is kind of one of the most I don't know violent. It's not even he just got get stabbed once, but man, the amount of blood coming out of him is. It, It's crazy.
1: This guy is swimming. That he went swimming in blood. Basically, he definitely hit a I don't know an artery or something. Oh, but I guess it's also good to know that guy stabs him and takes the knife away and then just runs away and people just let him run away. Like nobody tries to stop him.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because maybe I think he's gonna stab someone else or I don't know. But as Satoru is dying, we are cutting back and forth between some kind of like computer simulating thing that's like uploading powers to something we don't know yet but i mean we're gonna figure out it's to the slime slime world version of him but we kind of get a back and forth of him saying like i feel pain or something like that and then the like i'm so
1: hot and when he says i'm so hot that uh, the little computer says uh heat resistance acquired or something like that
0: yeah so man he does pick a lot of great skills though not knowing
1: it. (laughs) yeah I don't think I'd be that good.
0: Satoru's dying and tamaru's kind of just being like, which I feel so bad for tamaru Cause he says that the only reason he invited him out for dinner was so he could show off his girlfriend, which is horrible to show off your love in front of a single person as yeah, a single person. Really please shitty. don't do that to us. <laughs> then we get stabbed and die. And <laughs> not that's in the
1: your last case. You're letting everybody else get stabbed. You're, you're getting away
0: yeah i'm running probably i'm like already down the other side of the street but, <laughs>
1: um but yeah no super shitty um. uh
0: Satoru, this is so this is i love this anime because just like this weird kind of juxtaposition of Satoru bleeding out to death and then tamaru's like saying sorry to him and what Satoru says is promise me you will dump my hard drive in a bathtub to fry it and i'm like i understand that promise
1: He's got his priorities straight. <laughs> Even as he's di- as he is dying, he knows he knows what he's got, to, what he's got to ask for. Yeah, hey.
0: you know? I, I I relate, man. I'm like, please don't my heart drive in the thing. But I also like the other promise he makes. He makes the promise and that's to to promise that um he will have a happy life. And I, I like that. Satri was like a genuinely nice person it seems in this life.
1: Yeah, yeah he was. He also, oh, and then I guess the, the guy ends it by saying, uh, "I'll name my firstborn son after you," or something like that after the, the man who saved my life."
0: We kind of see Satoru, I guess, Astro projects somewhere, and in his mind, he's like, uh, 30-year- old versions become wizards in like alternate worlds, I so I must be a great sage or something like or like something around those lines."
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, because he, he, yeah, and then that's how he acu- acquires a great sage feat or skill which is amazing
0: because I guess the great sage is that, that's like an inner voice inside of him. Right. Mm-hmm. And he awakens and he's no longer a human. He is a ball of slime. Just this little blue ball of slime.
1: So streamlined.
0: Do you like that? It's just a perfectly circle, like ovally shaped.
1: Yes, I do. I am about that slime, slime, uh, monster body, the bod that he gets. He goes, it's funny because in the first episode, he's like, I'm a slime I went from being this like, and then he, in his head he's picturing himself as like this bodybuilder, like super buff, and then like, and then I came this little thing, I was like, dude, you are a skinny man. You did not lose much. <laughs> hey, I
0: wouldn't say he was ugly though.
1: That's true. He wasn't ugly.
0: I mean, I don't know. Who doesn't like a guy in a scarf?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, I guess so.
0: But he awakens and he's trapped. He's not trapped, but he's in a cave. After some exploring, he runs into this giant dragon. Valdora, yeah, Valdora, the stone dragon. (laughs) Satsuro finds out that he's actually in another world, and he's no longer like in his world. So confirmed, he is now in a mystical, magical world. And Valdora tells him that he's been. Valdora tells Satsuro the story of how he's been trapped. In this cave for the past 300 years.
1: And it's not this episode that he also learns how to basically use his abilities, use his great sage that he can like eat stuff and store them so he can use them later. And he has this, I don't even know how he got the, I can't remember. How did he get the predator skill? Is that something that he also asked for while he was dying?
0: Yeah, that's one of the things he asked for when he was dying. What did he say? Skill.
1: He was, was he saying that he was so hungry?
0: No, he said that in his next life, he wanted to be like the woman's man. You know, and he wanted to like hunt all the girls or something like that.
1: Oh, yeah, the, he was being a pervert.
0: The, yeah, the sage is like, you know what? I will say, for as pervy as you think he's gonna be, he's not as pervy as other anime characters I've encountered. He's no That's, Mineta.
1: That yes, I mean it's hard to be Mineta, but I guess it's not hard to be Mineta. But uh, it's hard to match him with other characters. But yeah, uh, so yeah, he basically discovers himself how to use his powers. He gets new skills as he's like exploring this little cave. And then Voldora teaches our little slime friend how to use magic sense so he can finally see.
0: And he does, and this confirms that he is asleep. This confirm. I don't know why he thought like maybe he had like a muscular body. Because it's that this moment when he looks, he's like, oh, I don't have a muscular body. I'm just a tiny ball.
1: <laughs> I mean, I can dream, I guess.
0: Kind of towards the end of this episode, Valdora and Satoru become friends. At the very end, we cut away. This is like, I rewatched this, this scene like five times after I, I started this episode because I couldn't, I, I just like laughing so hard. I almost cry. But we cut away to, we're back in the real world and it's Tamaru throwing Satoru's <laughs> computer in a full bathtub. <laughs> Uh, and I just was like, I cried laughing because what a great moment that it just like kind of came full circle. Uh, but I loved episode one hooked me. I was de- I'm deaf. I was definitely in. I think I binged the first six episodes straight away after watching this one.
1: Yeah, no. Episode one is really, really engaging. It, it does a really good job at attracting people. It, it's a really like fun world. And uh, R- rumoru you can find out it's a very... Uh, very fun character i don't know very joyful very happy go lucky person it's a feel good feel good character kind of thing
0: i was gonna ask you what, what episodes do you have
1: so then the episode i chose after that so a lot happens between now then uh, episode one and uh, the episode i chose was episode 14 the one who devours all so i guess just to premise rimaru Exits the cave. After, oh, Rimuru eats Valdora uh, to try to help him escape these this unlimited imprisonment that he's in, and because uh, they're gonna help, like they're gonna analyze the spell from the outside and inside. I don't know how the hell that's gonna work. But Rimuru ex- exits the cave. He befriends some go- some goblins. Then he like befriends some wolves. What else does he do? He befriends the ogres, who then become Kijins. He befriends the lizard people so he basically like he's building his town he has like blacksmith and everything so his town is like prospering and then but by, by this point we have one of the big uh, climaxes of the season is that there's this what what do they call them magi's mag- mag- magi's
0: mag- yeah magi's
1: yeah magi's that are apparently like are wrecking havoc so they're like working for the demon one of the demon lords and um they're just like clown looking people with these like weird masks and one of them Finds an uh an orc, pig orc, who's dying in the desert and basically gives him a name. Starts him on his quest to devour everything and take take over the Jura forest. Is it the Jura? Jura?
0: Oh, yeah. Juru?
1: Ju- Juru or Jura?
0: Oh, I always thought it was the Juru forest.
1: I think it's the Jura forest.
0: What? It's spelled J-U-R-U.
1: I don't know. The forest that the, the monsters oh, are living in.
0: Oh, wait. You're right. It's Jura
1: i knew it thank you
0: Well, i'll edit this out to sound like i was never wrong
1: i bet you will but anyway so he he's basically trying to take over them um but all these monsters join a line alliance to, to defeat these pig orcs i guess one of the things that make this this these orcs so deadly is that there's tons of them and the only reason they're all being held together is because they have an orc orc king devourer apparently he's a myth Legend creature that only appears every hundred or something years. I don't know. But these pigs can eat anything that dies, and when they eat it, they gain its abilities. Um, and that includes eating its their own people. So like, if somebody dies from their from their pig warriors, they'll eat them and not give two shits. I don't so, think
0: they have to be dead, right? N-
1: no, they, they they only they only eat the dead the
0: lizard folk. Lizard
1: people. Oh yeah, yeah, no, but they only as eat their them. own when they're dead. But they oh, do okay. eat the, they they do eat the lizard people as they're killing them, basically like maim them and then eat them. But yeah, these these freaking pig orcs are insane. So the one who the viewer saw episode fourteen is basically the climax of this whole arc, where you see the ca- ca- uh Higins, all of them revealing their like abilities and how freaking badass they are. Um, you see. Gaviru in the episode before this uh, save not Gaviru sorry you see Gavta save Gaviru uh, from being killed by one of the general orc pigs um, and all that fun stuff but this is where you truly see uh, some of the abilities that, that Rimuru has. So he basically turns on his, his uh, great sage, his little inner voice. He turns it on auto autopilot so it, he doesn't have to fight. So the, basically the machine is fighting for him with his body, which is like, whoa, that's so cool. He goes on autopilot.
0: It's like... If you guys haven't watched Endgame, it's like Endgame when Spider-Man turns on kill mode.
1: Yes, yes. That's a great reference. I guess before this happens, I did forget to mention. So Gelmud, 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 I don't know how to say. He's a magi that created the orc lord to make him into a demon lord. Orc lord is, his name is Geld. Geld ends up eating Gelmud because he fin- he finds out that he's being used as a puppet and basically gains his powers of that Magi. So he becomes even stronger and becomes a Demon Lord at that point. Uh, and that's when Rimuru starts fighting him. Did but- you see
0: that coming, though? Like, I saw it coming. Yeah, no, like, I saw it. As soon as Gelmud was like, you-? Gelmud is, like, super mean to Geld, like, the whole time. Like, he's like, you stupid pig. You only have one job, and that's, like kill these people he's like go kill these people and it's like oh yeah he's gonna eat you for sure
1: well as soon as he stood stood in front of geld like as soon as uh got in front of geld and wasn't facing him i was like he's dead (laughs) bye bye (laughs) and sure enough not long after he was dead
0: so then rimuru's turn steps oh yeah
1: so rimuru starts fighting and this is like the thing what's really cool is like at first rimuru is like letting the autopilot take over, but he figures out that the demon Lord is the Gild, um is stronger than he expected. And great sage fails. He doesn't, he isn't able to kill guilt,
0: but also gives Rimuru an idea. Like watching great sage fight gives Rimuru th- an idea. And is it on autopilot that his head gets chopped off? Or is that when Rimuru is by himself before he his, switches to autopilot,
1: his head gets chopped off. I don't remember that
0: yeah because his head gets chopped off and then it like banana <laughs> this because it looks like bananas are coming out of his head but it reattaches because his healing is so quick that are you he's his hand? no because his hand his hand gets injured but then he rips off his hand to grow a new one i want to say i thought his head got no, chopped off
1: mm, i don't remember that i remember he he his hand gets his hand like gets burned by this like black flame from great sage and he can't heal that, and then he like removes his whole arm and it just heals back up. I don't remember him losing his whole head.
0: You can keep I'm rewatching it right now.
1: Okay. So yeah, at this point, you uh, was right. Rimuru gets an idea of how to kill him, thanks to Great Sage. And he basically like lets himself get grabbed by Geld. Geld at this point doesn't know that Rimuru is a slime. I guess we forgot to mention when Shisu Passed away. She well before she passed, she asked Rumaru to consume her to use his predator skill on her, so she could be within him, which is a weird request if you ask me. Thanks to that, Rumaru has a human body. He's very feminine, shisu looking body. Like, it basically looks like a little boy, feminine boy-looking character. Um, well,
0: neither boy nor girl.
1: Yeah, we find out he is neither boy or girl, which is kind of funny. Um, he has no sexual reproductive organs, let's just say that. But anyway, so he gets grabbed by Geld as a human form, and then that's when he rebu- when, that's when re- re- reveals that he's actually a slime. And he starts, like, saying, let's see who's what's stronger, your devour or my predator skill. And so, like... They start like this. He's, Rimuru starts going all over, trying to like en- encompass the whole body, and Gild is trying to pull him off at the same time, and it's like a nice little battle. Of course, Rimuru wins and eats him. But w- w- one reason I liked this episode a lot was because yes, these he knew that these orc persons, pig orcs, were bad. I in, like they were killing pe- people and all other monsters, but. He also realized that Rimuru realized that, it wasn't, that they were being manipulated. At this point, like as he's eating him, I guess uh, Geld has like a little epiphany within him, within Rimuru. And they have like a little conversation. And Rimuru is basically saying, don't worry, I'm going to eat your sins for you and uh, your people will not suffer for what happened here. So basically saying like, I'm going to spare your people so you can rest easy, which is kind of like sweet, a bittersweet moment, I think. Like you see another instance of Rimuru being a genuinely kind person or monster. I guess, in this case.
0: I love that you picked this episode. I know we were talking today, and we are talking about our picks, and I mentioned that I wanted to pick an episode, but I just mostly like the ending of it. This is that episode. Oh, really? Because I love a villain that's not really a villain. And Glenn, what is his name? Glenn Geld. Uh, Geld. Geld is, is this villain that's not really a villain. Because as after Rimuru devoured, or predators Geld <laughs> It's weird because that other thing is called. To, but after yeah, wow. Predators Geld, we do this flashback to like Geld as a as a per, like a younger person or before this happened, and that he would like rip his arm off to feed the younger orcs.
1: Who were starving?
0: Who were starving? And these people are just always starving. So he wanted this power to, like, so that his people wouldn't be starving all the time. But it's like his thing is like a curse on his people, though, because they all get the, like this devour urge. So like they they're never satisfied or they're never full. They're just always hungry. And it just is like such a touching moment that Rimuru's like, "I'm taking away your sin," or "I'm
1: I'm eating your sin." Yeah, it's super sweet. Uh, as you said, that that I forgot about the little cutscene. Yeah, you see the kids are crying because they're hungry. The little orc pig kids and Geld is able to regenerate his body. Apparently, even before he became a demon lord, he just tears his arm off. I'm guessing still hurts, but he doesn't care. He he's he does it because he cares about the kids. And it's such a touching moment. It's like yeah, they they have a shitty life. They are suffering because they don't have enough food and they're basically feel backed up to a corner. They're doing anything they can to survive which is very much like i don't know it's a it's a great way to it's a great metaphor for uh, i guess refugees and people that are are, that we are or televised i don't know how political you want me to get but People that are televised as bad because they're different. But in reality, everybody's just trying to survive. to draw Everybody's just trying to, to live the best life. And nobody's really trying to actively hurt others for the most part, I would say.
0: Yeah, I really just the, the ending to this episode really makes me really puts this at the top of my favorites for this list. Also, he does get his head chopped off. Uh The older ogre guy cuts his head off before Rimuru starts fighting
1: Oh, them. yes, you're right. I forgot about and that too. his head
0: gets reattached. And that's when we find out that his healing is so fast that, you know, you can't kill him, basically.
1: Not in any traditional way, at least.
0: Yeah, not by chopping off stuff.
1: I mean, I guess you could have chopped it off and then if Jumaru had used his black flame on it, he could have heal that. Because he couldn't heal anything. He with a black flame. I don't know. I think Rimuru just wanted to eat him so he could get his powers.
0: I mean, we. I think we talked about this a little bit when we talked about Rimuru and maybe in the beginning. That the predator skill is basically you eat something and you absorb those powers. I've just been eating everything.
1: Yeah, it's OP. It's OP. Overpower for those that don't know what OP is, I, mean, I guess. Yeah, I would love that skill. <laughs> he eats plants. Now he can uh, separate the compounds in the plants and make healing potions. Like, pure, like, super efficient healing potions. Like,
0: it's insane. Oh, yeah. The copy thing? Man, what a great... What a great power to have. Yeah. Remur is... That, I No wonder everyone is like, Master Rimaru. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, this this little fucking slime can do everything. Everybody's pretty much all up on, all up on his business. They all want him. I, I mean, that, that's the end of that episode.
0: I think we should talk about the last episode, I feel like, of the season. It's not technically the last episode of the season. Episode 24 is, which is a flashback to Shizu's past. Kind of like her as an adult, but setting up for future things, I believe. But I think Rimaru's last episode is episode 23, and it's called Saved Souls. This episode starts off with I guess a little backstory. Rimuru has done everything he wants to do in the village and now it's time to fulfill his promise to Shizu of getting revenge but also taking care of these students. So Rimuru decides that it's time to go and take care of these students and we find out that these students have their summons and when a summon can't control their powers I believe it consumes them and they die. Is that correct?
1: So anyone who's summoned that's younger than 10 years old it usually dies within I think they said 3 Three years of being summoned because their body cannot contain so much the other magic power that they have so they just perish
0: because shizu came as a child and did not perish Rimuru kind of figures out that it's because of ifrit the spirit being inside of shizu that kind of had an outlet for this magic or nullified this for a while until they could figure out how to separate them Rimuru is like well we just gotta get some spirits in these children <laughs> and that's what they <laughs> set off to do just just kind of find these spirits which is actually a good thing people i think normally you don't want to but spirits and children but for this moment it's acceptable we end up in like uh, this kind of labyrinth cave area and we meet our guide who i'm gonna say their name wrong and it's ram ram iris ram iris? who am iris the fairy girl
1: what is her name um
0: it's r-a-m-i-r-i-s i want to say ram iris I don't think that's it.
1: (laughs) I think that's incorrect. I'm trying to look for it so I can see it. Uh, I mean,
0: I could go to the episode.
1: Yeah, you you might want to because that is definitely not it.
0: Are you sure? That's not it.
1: Uh, Here, how do you spell that name?
0: R A M. Is um is oh no R A M I R I S
1: Ramirez is it is it Ramirez
0: That's probably what it is Ramirez You're probably right
1: I don't know Don't don't trust me all the time I don't know. I could be completely wrong uh, right. I mean
0: I'll go with you because then people can get upset at you and not me
1: Yeah
0: <laughs> And we will shout out your Twitter at the end of this so that they can
1: Oh uh, no
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> Or we can just call her the fairy Uh what are they call Demon Overlord demon lord demon lords um uh, because she is a demon lord because she's Ramirisu. Fallen from, from grace ramarisu
1: yeah i think that's what they call that's like what it says on what the how the hell do you say her name uh she's a demon lord and she used to be the fa- fairy queen how do you how do you say that name did you find it
0: i just found the clip where wait i think it's ramiris ram iris Ma- iris i'm gonna go with that guys i'm gonna go with Rom iris demon lord fairy, fairy queen lord. the fairy, fairy queen, queen demon lord i'm just gonna call her the fairy queen yeah she's a fairy queen oh she uh, was a
1: fairy queen ah she's no, story she is a fairy still queen. is
0: yeah, yeah, except yeah, yeah. she's just not she died and came back as a demon lord but also the new fairy queen but she is our guide and she has decided that she will lead Rimuru and the spirit or not the spirit it's Rimuru and the students to the spirit area for the for the kids to get spirits in them to save their lives so I'm going to quickly go over the kids and their spirits I know you're a big fan of the kids so if you want to talk about them you can and if you want to ta- spoil a little bit of the what is it OADs yeah you go for it uh-huh. I don't mind. It. You know, I don't mind a spoiler. I know, this, but this podcast is full of spoilers. So I think you know what? You can go for it because I still enjoy it. Regardless. Okay. Okay. So the first person up to get a spirit inside them is Gail, and Gail gets an earth spirit i think one yeah. thing
1: to note is that he doesn't so like rimuru has apparently this other ability that we never talked about or he kind of uses a combination of his abilities to get these little like spirit particles because he he doesn't the kid doesn't get a full spirit at first so he just gets a little particles to show up of us of a spirit and then rimuru takes all these little particles to create a greater spirit
0: yes because you know you might not always get a great spirit you know coming through the gateway but rimuru can like like you said mix it up or break it down. To acceptable spirits. So any any comments on Gale?
1: He's such a nice kid. He's like he. You find out like he's like the big brother of the group. He just wants to protect the other kids. I love that kid. He's. I. Uh, I'll talk about him about if we talked about the OAD. I'll talk about his weapon choice and everything. Everything about what he chooses and what what he wants to do is about protecting the other. So he's definitely that big brother persona. Very sweet kid.
0: I will say a funny moment that I had with him was it was in a couple episodes ago when rimuru is like uh, if you guys can beat me i'll give you this new manga because rimuru has found a way to make manga and bring it to this world and all the kids are excited for it except for gail but then when it comes down to fighting gail's like i want to go first
1: <laughs> uh i think i want to say gail is the only one that's not from japan
0: oh really interesting yeah
1: I think I think it, there's it's a mention of it because when they talk about the manga, he's kind of like makes an off offhand comment like something along the lines of of uh, I might be wrong, but basically not being part of what he usually sees or like he's never seen it. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it oh, sounds like man. he's not from Japan.
0: That's interesting because I took it as like I'm too old for that. I he seemed, well, I, he looks taller, so I assume he's slightly older than the other kids. He, so I thought, he's like, also
1: the only one with blonde hair and like very like Caucasian features.
0: Oh man, that's interesting. So I okay. think he's now the only I'm excited one. That, to, yeah, for this, okay. I think he's the one
1: that comes from like the I don't know Europe or USA or something like I don't know.
0: Okay, well next up is Alice, and Alice gets a space spirit in her. Uh, I don't know if that. I've, in my mind, I'm thinking that space, like, spatial awareness, like, the stuff around us, or is that space, like, outer space?
1: No, I, I think it's mostly, it's it's what you're saying about, it, like, the space around us, because she can, her whole thing, if you remember in the episode when, you, when he remembers fighting the kids, uh, she controls the little teddy bears and so she's basically controlling uh i think that's kind of like the magic that hints at her with her spirit that facial magic is mm, it's most to control more like a puppeteer kind of thing does that make sense i don't know how to explain it
0: yeah oh man now i can't remember his name but there's a character in fairy tale that she reminded me of um uh, it's one of loxus's people and he has like little clay jar.
1: oh yeah thing. yeah yeah i know what you're talking about
0: but his are filled with spirit like ghosts trapped in them yeah just kind of using hers but it definitely reminded me when she was fighting with the teddy bears those are the vibes i got
1: i didn't think of that but yeah you get you, you think of so many good references i i, I just gonna watch the shows for the, what they are
0: uh, i watch too many animes you need to venture out of your five i know i do you need to finish Fairy Tale.
1: I do. It's so long.
0: Maybe when I visit you, we just cancel all our plants. <laughs> and we just sit and watch. We have cocktails and we just watch all of Fairy Tale.
1: We do. I, I did run out of cocktail stuff, so I do need to buy more cocktail stuff.
0: Oh well, we can stop on my way from there. As listeners listen to our, mess make plans. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up, and this is probably one of my. This is my favorite kid, even though I don't know them that well. But this one's my favorite. It's Kenya is it kenya kenya like the kenya k-e-n-y-a i'm gonna say kenya and i he remember goes, he goes up this is the one with the red hair
1: oh the little chaotic one
0: yeah he goes up and it's time for him to get a spirit and this is cool because an actual light spirit shows up <laughs> this light spirit is everything to me and he's just like hey guys i just came here because i felt like you had a great soul inside you and i'm here to help you and he this is <laughs> the fairy like the queen the fairy queen is like yeah she's falling for grace but like i'm still a pure light spirit it's like i'm gonna help you become a hero so i just love that part
1: yeah that spirit he actually comes up again in the O A O A D. oad yeah in the oad episode
0: oh man he's like wow he's so sassy and i love it that's like me if i was a spirit he
1: is very sassy that spirit that spirit is the size of the kid too I don't know if you noticed that cause like, yeah
0: cause we we meet her and she's tiny she's like the a little
1: fairy queen. like the size yeah. of maybe my palm if that and this this other spirit is like the size of a freaking kid a uh, huge like very like happy-go-lucky attitude and yeah he's a funny one
0: any interesting facts about Kenya
1: I mean you see him and like you get the trope with this kid he's like he's a very like hyperactive kid that wants to he wants to be the the hero, he's the he's the charismatic, I'm the strongest kind of kind of car- character. Nothing can stop me. That's the kind of personality he has, but he's a really good kid too. Uh yeah, that's all that's as much as I can say, I guess, about him. There's not much more to say.
0: Then we have Rota. Right righto Rota? R-Y-O-T-A. I'm gonna be spelling out everyone's name. I would say Rota, right? You say Rota. I don't know. But he gets a combo spirit it's a water wind spirit inside of him any any uh facts about him you want to bestow upon us
1: what weapon oh yeah he so this kid no actually this kid is kind of boring he's just kind of there he's look he's a quiet one uh i can tell you what weapon he uses but I, i'll save it for later
0: okay um and then the last one in our group is chloe and it's chloe's turn and this is where it kind of gets interesting because a dangerous spin- spirit enters the area our fairy queen is also like oh we can't have this entering her body I don't think they really tried hard enough. They did not from entering her body. (laughs) They really
1: did not.
0: It goes right past all of them and goes inside of her. And we find out that this spirit might be from the future and can be trouble for them later in the future. So it's kind of like the spirit's from the future and it's incubating in her, and it might be trouble later on. And by them saying that, I'm like, oh yeah, this is for sure going to be trouble later
1: on. Yeah, this is definitely foreshadowing. I don't. I st- honestly haven't gotten into that part just to see what's gonna happen with that spirit, but it's definitely foreshadowing. This little girl. Um, <laughs> She kind of reminds me of Shisu, to be honest. Um,
0: yeah, and she's the quiet one. Like, she's the most quiet out of all the kids.
1: She is. She's always, like, ha- she was always reading a book. She uses water magic. What else can I say? Oh, yeah, she. she from the moment, like, the kids saw uh, Rimuru, they didn't trust him. They didn't like him. But she was the only one that, like, she did trust him and liked him. But she didn't say anything because she didn't want to, like, I guess, stand out. But um, she it's really cute. Like, she tells Rimuru, like, that she loves him and da like, at, at multiple times and, like, hugs him and Rimuru ends up giving her his mask
0: yes at the very end and sorry i jumped no no that's fine because well all the spirits are in there and no one's really concerned about chloe right now they're all like well she looks fine so it'll be okay
1: has future problems Right now it's okay. Um
0: They return back to the school. And this is where I was like, oh, I thought Rimuru was going to stay with them for a while. But I was wrong because when we get back, we're saying all our goodbyes because Rimuru is saying bye to all the kids. Because he's got to go back to the village and see what everything's up to back home.
1: He's, he's, he's got a nation to run. He can't be wasting time with his little snot noses.
0: And towards the end of this episode, as Rimuru is leaving, we kind of see this weird character behind it oh not behind a tree we do see a weird character behind a tree what i meant to say was we see a weird character looking through a crystal ball at rimaru and kind of being like them vowing to be summoned like soon so i feel like that's setting up for our next villain next season actually i know what it's setting up for because i watched this whole season because it comes back in the flashback but i'll save that for another time or you know message me and i'll talk about slime all all the as much as you want
1: um i don't remember i I don't remember that part to be honest.
0: So Remo is leaving the children, and they're all crying. And as he's kind of leaving out, we cut away, and it shows Rimuru inside a crystal ball. And then cuts back, and it shows this mysterious guy looking in there, being like, "I wasn't summoned. This like you stopped me from getting summoned this time, but I will be summoned."
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I, I there's a lot of confusion for me with with that character to be honest. But I'll leave that at, at that. It it, it I, We can talk about it off offline.
0: Yeah. Well, like we do every episode. We've oh wait, brains. did you, we oh. before,
1: before, you <laughs> wanted me to briefly talk about that OAV, didn't you?
0: Oh yeah, let me hear more about the kids.
1: So so that OAV, so they, they this basically is like a little side episode, it looks like a filler, where Rimuru is back at the, at the school with the kids, and he's a full, like a full-time professor right now. And he finds some things, I guess, he has a little measly like teacher allowance or wages, as all teachers get measly wages, fortunately. Even in this world, they don't get paid very well. And he wants to buy this something from this shop, which in my mind, like you own a freaking nation. You probably have the money to buy it. But either way, there's going to be this contest and he finds out about it. And whoever wins the contest or the challenge gets some rewards and Rimuru wants to get the rewards and uh, basically the challenge is is for the students this is like excursion type of trip where the sc- students have to take teachers, uh, te- each, each, of the, each of the classes take, takes a teacher to a designated location which is like this mansion, it's like a three day trip and they have to have a carriage and protect the teacher throughout the journey from bandits and monsters and yada yada and like just generally show that they're a good adventuring party, like good manners and all that stuff of course uh, we have the Antagonist or, like, the kind of like the the com- competition of Rimuru is this other teacher who's a general, just a jerk to Rimuru because Rimuru is not an actual teacher and this guy's very elitist, saying that his class is better than Rimuru's class and Rimuru's class is a bunch of uh, delinquents and that type of stuff. But so Rimuru enters the kids into the contest, into the challenge thing, and f- finds out that he has to supply the kids with weapons. He asks each kid what kind of weapon they want. Gale ends up getting a, a spear. And a spear and a shield because he wants to be able to shield to protect his friends and the spear to be able to attack from from afar. Can you remind me of the other kids' names? I forgot.
0: <laughs> there is Chloe.
1: Chloe is a spatial magic girl, right?
0: No, that's Alice.
1: Oh, Chloe. Okay, Chloe ends up getting what does she get? She gets a rapier. She wants a little tiny sword that's very skinny, so she she gets a rapier.
0: Then there's Alice. That's a space one. Okay,
1: Alice, she's a little freaking psychopath. She's like, I want throwing knives. Uh, she, she, and I'm, in my head, I'm like, how, how are you going to use throwing knives? But she controls things and makes things float. So you can make put two and two together. She said she wanted a shuriken. Sorry, that's what, what she said at first. But it looks like she gets some throwing knives that she can control with her magic.
0: Did you say Kenya already?
1: No. Kenya ends up getting... Kenya is the quiet one, right?
0: No, Kenya is the fire hair one.
1: Okay, sorry. Kenya ends up like any typical little hero badass. As wannabe he gets a sword i think he gets a little shield as well like a little round shield whereas uh gale gets a full like a tall shield like a tank type of shield so he's a damage dealer basically he's a from front party from front of the party and then the last one but not least rota ends up getting a bow and arrows but so he has wind magic right i think he has wind magic so his thing is really freaking cool so his magic he shoots an arrow and uh and then he shoots two wind arrows after that like a regular arrow along with two magic arrows so he basically shoots three arrows at a time. But so they, they get their weapons. R- Rimuru goes back to his town to get to go to the his professional blacksmith to make these little kids' weapons and armor and everything. So they get really high-class weapons. And uh, they also need a carriage. Apparently, Rimuru talked to Kaijin uh, about a camper. You know, like the what we have nowadays where it's like a van. Um, you know what a camper is, right? Yeah. Okay, so they make a freaking camper. So they have a camper in this, like, magical evil world of course it has no, it has no motor so it doesn't move but it has a shower bathroom and everything it's like freaking luxurious so that's where the kids are gonna have to be dragging but since Rimaru can help uh ends up Gale ends up actually summoning a like monster some sort of monster that is gonna be carrying the like pulling the carriage for them which is pretty cool that he can do that but anyway so the all preparations are done uh Rimuru's group ends up getting to the destination the quickest so those little kids get there first and they end up going to explore th- the next phase of the exam early when they get there they find out that there's some bandits in the in this cave where they're supposed to go keep training and uh the kids make sh- quick work of them like they they just completely destroy these bandits but the people apparently the the people that had said the bandits there was a butler who has been possessed by a demon and this demon is like a freaking beast and as soon as the kids see the demon he, they, they know like this this demon is way too strong like they tell the teacher like get get back like we'll try to protect you type of thing like these kids are being really heroic for being like less than 10 years old i think uh and the teacher is being completely useless because she can't fight i guess but ends up happening with the the kids end up getting their asses kicked like they they just get destroyed by this demon and as the demon is gonna the demon basically tells the teacher like you you have to decide to use a collar whoever you put the collar around for one of those kids is going to live and the other ones are gonna die so you have to decide who's gonna live and who's gonna die and i'll let you live if you do it if you don't do it i'll kill everybody and so he's ba- this demon is basically doing this because he wants he likes to show that the depravity of humans like they're selfish to save myself i'm gonna sacrifice everybody else but this teacher she's like i refuse she's like she, re- she just flat out refuses to go along with this guy and do what he this demon is asking so the demon try- goes to kill her but at this moment she i guess accidentally summons another demon that demon contract person that one that kills for contract you know the one i'm talking about jimmy demon-
0: goes for contract
1: so there's the demon in the last episode where it we're talking we're looking at shizu
0: oh yes okay now i know what you're talking about so
1: what's his name
0: oh looking at shizu
1: not looking at shizu not not that one the one yeah. looking
0: at Rimuru at the end right yeah oh, oh, um yeah i want to say now i can't remember his name I had it, and then I was
1: like, "That's not." Where's it at? Is it in Black and Mask? Yeah, you'll find. Oh, well, the if Black Demon black- is what they call him. He doesn't have a name. He just goes by the color. Like I guess each one there's still like certain demons that go by different colors, uh, and that's their name. I think his he's the. Uh, the Black Demon. Oh, you a
0: Wikipedia calls him Diablo.
1: Diablo. Yeah, that that sounds about right. Uh, I think that's one of the nicknames he gets. Isn't that, but I don't think he actually has a name. But anyway, so this demon appears and he basically says like, "I will save you and the kids if you if you agree to my terms." And um, he basically ends up killing the demon, like like makes short work of him without any. Effort, pretty much. But the reason he does this is because he owes he owed a favor to Shisu, and he hates he didn't want to be in in his in her debt. So she he was only there to really save the kids, but. He basically says, don't tell anybody, like, you're you're part of the deal is that you can't tell anybody that I was here and that I killed them. And the teacher's like, well, who do I say killed them? Like, how how do I explain this? And that demon's like, well, you can say that that kid's uh, spirit is the one that saved you guys. And that little spirit, the little joyful spirit in the red-haired kid comes out of the the kid and starts talking. He's like, oh, so you knew I was here all along. It's like, in my head, I'm thinking, you were there and you you were just about to let all these kids die, not do shit, stupid spirit what the heck
0: that's me as a spirit though (laughs) okay i guess i I figured out something to do guys.
1: (laughs) yeah he's just laying there with with his kid like just in the body like i'm just gonna chill but that's that episode that series of episodes basically they're pretty good
0: oh man i'm probably gonna check it out i see that there's five of them there's five easy watch
1: yeah three of them are the is the the teacher one and there's two other ones there's the first one is really weird the first OAD is called hey Butts," and for good reason
0: oh man if i would have watched that that might have been the cocktail who knows
1: <laughs> uh yeah it's a it's a that's a trip of an episode but anyways that's but, it for me
0: like we do at the end of every episode we rate the season on a scale of one to five shots so aqua How many shots are you giving this?
1: Oh, man. I'm I'm so biased. I love this show. I'm going to give it five shots.
0: I... And I... I feel like people think, because I always go second, that I always give the same amount of shots as the person before me. But I love this show. It is definitely... It's going in my rotations of rewatch. I'm giving it five shots. You're going to... Once you watch slime reincarnated as slime you're gonna want to watch this over and over again it's so funny
1: i would say the only thing i don't like about this show is, is I, I mean I, i'm a gay man i i don't care about the boobs as much i don't care about all the harem aspects of anime there's a lot of that those aspects of in this anime that i could do without so that would lower mine to like 4.5 shots if i could but i still really <laughs> like it so i don't know 4.5 for five so we could just stay with five but without a little caveat
0: i don't think as an anime watcher i don't think you can get away from boobs. Yeah, I think I, boobs I, are just everywhere.
1: Yeah, I find yeah, that's the unfortunate truth.
0: Uh man, I'm trying to think now. I don't really know any animes that don't have boobs in them.
1: Yeah, I I don't either. That's I mean, good one.
0: animes.
1: Yeah, good, yeah, you're right. Good animes. There's some of those
0: cool. weird offshoot ones that aren't fun to watch. But I may we may do one or not? Actually, I do know one, but it's a sports anime, so I don't know if you would want to watch it. It's called cheer I... boys. It's about cheer. a male cheerleading team. <laughs> <laughs> if that interests you, maybe we'll have you on again and do cheer boys. I believe it's only uh, eight episodes long.
1: I, I might give it a shot if, if I could be persuaded.
0: I actually don't remember if I said this or not at the beginning. But you can watch this on Funimation or Crunchyroll. Uh, if I didn't say it at the beginning, I'm saying it. You didn't. Right. Well, you can. If you made it this far and we're wondering where you can watch it, Funimation <laughs> or Crunchyroll. You can follow the podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. They are all at the Anime Bar. And Aqua, if they want to follow you, where can they follow you at?
1: You can find me on Twitter at... Uh, sorry, it's at aqua underscore mex m-e-x and you can find me on twitch my name is aquamex x and my you can also email me if you're interested in custom 3d prints i do 3d printing on demand you can email me at aquamex X3 at gmail.com
0: And I will say I have gotten some 3D prints from him and they are amazing you know they always come out really nice so I would say, I would recommend you as a 3D printer person Thanks.
1: I have a few orders right now that I'm working on working on some helmets for gymsta then I have uh, another helmet and a lightsaber that I'll be working on soon.
0: And now that I've kind of figured out some sort of schedule, I can let you guys know what next week's anime is going to be. And next week we will be doing an anime called Outlaw Star. And I know you can watch it on Hulu, but I don't know where else you can watch it. So just search Outlaw Star and maybe it's on Funimation. Actually, I don't think it's on Funimation. Just just go to Hulu. Go to Hulu and watch it. Because I know it's there for sure. But next week the anime will be Outlaw Star and I'll be joined with by another guest. But like we always do. Cheers! Cheers.